Hi, welcome to the Get to Yes podcast. This special series focuses on a topic that's affecting every business in our industry right now, COVID profitability. This new series is designed to help hair, beauty and aesthetic business owners survive by building a profit-based COVID recovery plan. Neil Osborne from The Sales Catalyst is our host. He teaches, coaches, consults and speaks on business subjects that help hair, beauty and aesthetic businesses how to become commercially clever. Throughout this special series, Neil talks with a variety of industry experts who share business tips to help you navigate your way out of COVID and beyond. His goal is to help build the financial strength of our industry. He'll be discussing in simple industry language important elements in a profit-based COVID recovery plan. We'll cover ways to manage the big costs in your business and make a profit, where your cash flow and profit is and how to keep some of it in your pocket, what your figures mean and how to influence them, how to benchmark your business figures against industry averages, and how to communicate and negotiate with your landlord. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to our Series 3 podcast. Uh, you're in for a real treat today. We're going to jump in and we're going to talk about that most magical word that all of us chase. That's right. It's called profit. I actually had the sheer pleasure of uh, reading this fantastic book uh, over the weekend, and I want to introduce to you today the author. Her name is Katie Krismali Marshall. Uh, she's a certified profit-first coach, a bookkeeper, a small business strategist who over many years has worked with hundreds of tradies who are struggling and has supported them to turn their businesses around. Katie's experience also includes being, listen to this, wife, daughter, sister, granddaughter, daughter-in-law, sister-in-law, and niece of tradies. Wow. So she really understands firsthand what a tradie business can do for a family. Welcome, Katie. Lovely to have you on board. How are you today? Good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolute pleasure. I was really inspired. I read your book over the weekend, Profit First for Tradies. I've been a big fan of uh, Profit First in this country and in particular its motto of wanting to eradicate entrepreneurial poverty. And I know there's lots of people in our industry who not only would be interested in <laughs> reducing their poverty, but more importantly, can really relate to the tradies point of view, because a lot of our people in our industry come into our industry through a trade. And I think there's lots of uh, similarities. But Katie, maybe a really lovely place to start is um, what inspired you to write the book? Where did that uh, Where did that come from? That's a great experience. Tell us about it. It actually, I'm firstly a numbers girl. I have always worked in finances. So numbers have always been my thing. Writing, not so much. But what I do like to do is put myself out of my comfort zone and do something different that helps me grow both personally and in my business. So we were at a conference last year with Mike McKellen, obviously the author of the original Profit First. We had a chat over lunch and at the end he just sort of turned to me and went, you could write the Profit First for Tradies book. (laughs) I thought he lost his mind. (laughs) We went back to the conference. And by the end of that day, I thought, if that's not a challenge, Mm. I don't know what is. So sent off some emails and said, yes, I will do that. Woke up the next morning and thought, oh, my goodness, 
what have I got myself into? Yes. But it has been an amazing experience. So, yes, yeah. it certainly pushed me out of my comfort zone, but sure. one I am very, very thankful for. Yeah, and what a legacy I might add because there's just there's so much of you in this book as well, which I was really inspired by. It's a really a personal touch. But more importantly, um, for our conversation at least, there was lots of really good business tips. And Profit First is well, all about identifying your profit and isolating it and managing it so that you realise it. But really that's an end result of this nebulous words, you know, cash management, uh, this dirty four-letter word, cash, you know. Help us understand some of these principles. What's Help my listeners understand cash management from your perspective, I suppose, is the best way to ask it. When we talk about cash management, we break it down and make it really simple. It's not something that as a business owner that we are taught about or mm-hmm. that we, are, we, you know, we don't learn about these sorts of things in school or when we do our training, whether it's a trade-based training or whether I who have done numerous different diplomas and so on and a degree in financial area, we don't really learn about cash management. And that's simply just tracking what's coming in and what's going out. Is there a difference? If there's no difference, then you need to get to work. And it's as simple as that. And I think sometimes we feel that it's much more complicated and we need to have spreadsheets and we need to have all these sorts of things when if we just start with the basics, then we can really get a handle on our business and can make the biggest change in our business just by simply noticing what's coming in and what's going out and starting at that very basic level of managing yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, as you may recall, I've spent a few years coaching clients and we go in and have these initial conversations with a client, Katie, and it's all about, you know, what's some of the stress points in your business. And firstly, they'll say something like, we don't have enough clients, I need to have more clients. Secondly, it'll be staff, not happy with the staff performance. But then when you actually start to get down to the glass of wine or the bottom of the glass of wine or whatever it might be, lo and behold, it comes out that they're working really hard, but they're not actually making any money. And it's interesting how these other issues get in the way where sometimes maybe we need to reverse engineer it. But but is that a right way to look at it? Is that as we should be looking at our dollars first before we start looking at these other areas? Absolutely. And I think we... In my experience with my client, the cash management is never top of the list. Nobody comes to me and says, I have a cash management issue. They have a staffing issue or they have a sales issue. They have those issues. Mm -hmm. And I always bring it back to your financials are the foundation of your business. If you don't get that right, it doesn't matter about anything else because it's never going to work properly. So we have to, as you say, flip that um, list and work on our numbers first and that cash management is key to doing that. And I think it's something that we don't often do because we don't know enough about it or it's big and Mm. scary or we don't know who to turn to. Or quite often the, the comment I hear is we thought we should know about this already so we were too embarrassed to ask our bookkeeper or our accountant or our coach about how to do this Mm -hmm. and that for me is really frustrating because I know what a difference this can make yet it's something and it causes so much stress but it's something that's left till the last sort of last on the list to fix and they just feel if we make more sales we'll solve our financial problems and our financial Yeah, our industry a few years ago really got caught up in, um, remember those online vouchers that different companies, without mentioning companies' names, but, you know, there were lots of those out there and people would go online and they could buy, you know, normally a $200 service for 
$50 or whatever. I had some clients who were almost bragging to me as to how many, how much of response they had to that program and how many of those clients I were doing. The worst thing was that when we went back a month later, we realized that how much money that actually lost because, you know, top line is, and it's, just, it's a bit of a saying that goes around that, you know, turnover is vanity, profit is sanity. Exactly. And I always say to my clients, if you don't know your numbers, you will go broke at some point in time or worse, you will keep going to work and continue to go broke. If you're not going to look at your numbers, sit at home and go broke. It's the same end result, except you're not running yourself into the ground. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. a perfect example of the thought that volume is going to solve the problem when in actual fact, it's rarely the case. When I get together with clinic owners or salon owners and we relax and we're having a lunch or a dinner or something and turnover comes up, it's always who has the greatest turnover. And it's almost this bit of a, you know, bragging session, let's call it, that people use those top line numbers. But I know these clients well enough to know that that's not telling the real story. It's, it's really quite fascinating. I know as soon as a client starts or a potential new client starts talking about their top line, mm. I get really worried because 90 of the time, that is a massive red flag that the business is not doing so well. And as you say, it's it's thrown around a lot and um, it doesn't mean anything really except for breaking rights. Yeah, that's spot on. And and that really doesn't get you anywhere um, at the end of the day. It's like people who drive incredibly expensive cars are normally incredibly in debt. (laughs) Not always, but most of the time. Anyway, I, I, uh, I digress. What's a couple of simple things that we could do, apart from obviously suggesting that people either, you know, read your book, which is Profit First for Tradies, or Mike Michalowicz's book from America, which is called Profit First, that could be a good place to start for some. But what are some clients that you've worked with and what are some of the things that you've done that you feel may be able to be of benefit to our listeners? Well, firstly, with my book, if you read it, just take out tradie and put in hairdresser. And a lot of the a lot of the information in there will suit mm-hmm. for you as it does for my tradies. Mm-hmm. I, I have a salon, a hairdressing salon client who came to me, we probably almost two years now, working lots of hours, you know, long hours, six days a week, running herself into the ground, couple of staff, turnover, really lovely. What's left? Not so much at all. Mm-hmm. And so what we did with her firstly was get her bookkeeping up to date and moved it from an Excel spreadsheet to something online. So then that bought her some time that then she was able to invest that time into profit first training with myself. And we were able to, I always say, just you have to make the decision that you're going to make a change. And once you've made that decision, then your first step should be, I would always say, reach out to somebody like myself or Neil to work with us because we're going to get you the end result much quicker. And we can certainly help navigate you through. And I know for me, a big part of what I do is education mm-hmm. and give you the knowledge to understand your business and to know what you need to know, to be comfortable with all this information. Yep. And there's a number of different ways we can do that. But in Profit First, we start with what's called an instant assessment. And that's just simply an instant assessment of your business. That is our starting point on your Profit First path. Yep. Yeah, and sometimes it, it really is just that first step. And I saw something the other day that was really quite catching for me. And the, and the words were, it's the start that stops most people. So just get started no matter how you feel. I thought that was a really powerful statement. 
because it is, isn't it? We procrastinate so much about what we should be doing and only not to do it. And the other comment that I get all the time, actually, apart from the I should have known this and I'm feeling really embarrassed is why didn't I get started sooner? It's not as bad as I thought. So true. We put off this perceived discomfort where it's not really that hard. It's just a matter of breaking it down into smaller bite-sized steps. And working with the people who know what they're doing to be able to guide you in those smaller steps and give you that map as to what you need to do and when, and everyone will move at a different speed. And Mm -hmm. that's perfectly okay. It's not a one size fits all. And it's not like, you know, all tradies have to do something in a particular order or all hairdressers have to do it exactly the same. The system is customizable to each and every business out there. And that is one of the things I love about it, that it does fit no matter what your situation. And it can be, you can be up and running in six weeks or you could be up and running in six months. It depends on how fast and slow that you need to go to make sure that you gain the understanding and the education you need. So it's actually helpful, not just in the short term, but also in the longer term, because our businesses all change and grow. So we always come back, even in my own business, we come Mm. back and I redo sections because it's now slightly different. Would there be one thing in particular that you or your clients seem to love most about Profit First? Is there something that stands out in your mind? For me, I love the, when the penny drops for the client and it Mm -hmm. finally makes sense because everyone I work with they go through this phase where they feel like they don't know what they're doing they should know better all of those things that they feel bad about themselves Mm -hmm. and then one day they will say something to me and I always like get very excited and they they're unaware and they're like what what, what's wrong and I'm like no no no, you've got it like it's I know you've just got it now and then they're like Oh, and it's usually when they can, they'll ask me a question yep. and I will wait and then they will answer it for themselves. And ah. like, people don't have the confidence. It, ta- it mm-hmm. takes everyone a different amount of time to have the confidence to get it now without mm. having to worry about it. And for me, that's the most fun part. And for the clients, it is often when very basically that they've got money in their account to pay their bags. It's yep. usually the first one that they mm-hmm. get super mm-hmm. excited about. And, um, you know, to be able to pay tax bills on time, to not worry about when they're, if they've got money in their account for their staff each week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so there's, it's usually the smaller things that are most exciting. Yeah. And for me, I, I must admit, I've been working with the system for a while now. And uh, for me, it was my first quarterly dist- profit distribution. Like, woohoo! <laughs> to actually have some profit sitting there waiting for me um, was an absolute delight. Um, but you know as as like you i've come across different situations i fondly remember a coaching client i worked with a number of years ago and my briefing was when we started to work together i walked into her salon in melbourne and sat down and said right so let's get started and she said well i've got a problem i need to talk to you about and i said oh what's that and she said you're familiar with ghd flattening irons Yes. Yeah. She said, I owe GHD $30,000 and I owe the tax department $30,000. Who should I pay first? <laughs> and it was like, well, let's talk about this. I, it's not, this is not the problem. This is the, you know, the outcome of the problem. But I found a lot of my clients were in that then. And I, things have changed now, but uh, it's still real. It's still cash management is the challenge. 
So uh, thanks for spending some time with us. It's been uh, an absolute delight just to get a little bit of a glimmer. And congratulations again on your book. I'm just so chuffed on your behalf. It's lovely to see that. And the legacy you've created is uh, is really awesome. For our listeners who would love to, um, as Katie said, take the first step. And remember, you know, in business, we... Well, we hear lots of great things and we enjoy lots of things as well. And the things we enjoy are the things we seem to do. And what I'd like to help you do is make more money. So if you simply want to take one step, the easy step for you would be simply just to drop me an email. Or if you're listening to this via our Facebook group, it's just PM me or drop me a message that simply just says the word profit. I'm going to send to you for free, a profit instant assessment so that you can do an instant assessment and work out where you sit on the scale of being profitable. Happy to help you if you need it. Don't be shy and don't hesitate to reach out. Until next time, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the special COVID profitability series of the Get to Yes podcast. If you like what you've heard, please share it with other people who also want a more profitable business. Until our next episode, you can visit Neil at thesalescatalyst.com.au.